Today on CityCast Chicago, why do we let the media and experts control the story of a neighborhood instead of the people who actually live there? That's only 3% of our communities that are acting a fool that are up on the news. The other 97% are doing the amazing, beautiful work. When young people start to see that the narrative could be that beauty, you start reflecting that beauty in everything you think about. Teens and young adults from back of the yards, South Shore, Inglewood, and Lawndale are taking back their story. It's Wednesday, August 4th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. Storytelling is essentially at the heart of my work. Hell, that's how CityCast found me to begin with. So I deeply believe in the power of individuals sharing their story and painting the larger picture of their communities. Chicago Stories on the Block takes young people from across neighborhoods on the city's south and west sides and invites them to share the stories of their streets, their families, the park they go to, their corner stores. David Gonzalez works with the project, which is based in back of the yards, and says step one, break down those neighborhood borders we draw to separate ourselves. You could swear to God that, you know, Inglewood was 10 miles away from us. You know, uh, I always hear young people say Inglewood's too far. It's like four blocks away. Yeah. So I really wanted to tie in, how can we make these neighborhoods smaller? How can we make Lawndale smaller? How can we make uh, South Shore closer? So I started looking for different organizations to connect with, um, and I found 12. Uh, and we started piecing these all together. We're all working with young people. Uh, we're all connecting the dots of the programming that we already have that's existing. And like, how do we combine all these to make Chicago stories on the block? Like, how do we, how do we not make more work, but inspiring work? And that starts with the story. That starts with the, the composition in your head. Um, how powerful that is to making our identity on a day-to-day basis it allows us to start believing in our in our in our head those stories you know it starts to change the narrative 100 percent. so if we could have young people have that process and we could like encourage a program to just let's, let's strip it down let's strip it down to the lowest thing and it all starts with story one of the things that uh, storytelling allowed me to do is really to deal with the intimidation of living in Chicago. Because Chicago has a story of its own, one that feels deeply historical, deeply problematic. You know, how do you help young people see themselves as a part of Chicago versus being wrapped up in the momentum that is Chicago? So one of the things that I definitely took from Chicago is this narrative that it wants to sell consistently sensationalizing the violence and really trying to fit everything in that narrative that this neighborhood is this neighborhood and that one. And our young people, you know, get lost in the mix because they're trying to create their own identity and it gets a little lost. You know, um, I, I joke around with my family back home is like when you meet someone from Chicago, they, they tell you two neighborhoods, the one they're from and the one they're living in. So you can either see the glow up or the respect. You know, like whichever one comes first. And I've never been in a place like that where it's like, you know, they, they put these these lines up of these neighborhoods. And as much as there is 
and beauty of these neighborhoods, we need to cut those lines down for at least. Mm. And this messes with the young person's psyche, right? Like, who can I be? I'm limited to these four blocks. You know, I'm limited to the definition of what these four blocks are. Every time I turn on the news, I see this. And and to be fully honest, that's only 3% of our communities that are acting a fool that are up on the news. The other 97% are doing the amazing, beautiful work. You know, we're seeing moms navigate these communities and getting all the resources for their young people. We see, you know, these gardens going up. We see love fridges all over the place. Like, I only see the beauty of our neighborhood. And when young people start to see that the narrative could be that beauty, you start reflecting that beauty in everything you think about. And that's where I really think the story's at. But with any storytelling organization, what is most important are the tellers. So can you inform me a little bit about who are the people in this workshop? What do they look like? What are their stories? We have 40 young people enrolled. Any young person that we knew was interested in this project, we were like, yo, sign up online, get designated to us, we'll, we'll do this project. The same thing happened with young people from Lawndale, same thing happened with young people from uh, South Shore, Englewood, and so on and so forth. And then the, the first real big challenge we had was transportation trying to get young people here safely, trying to get them back. My goal always being a, a, a you know Puerto Rican kid from Brooklyn was, you know, Chicago's segregation baffles me. The divide of black and brown is, is, is perfected here in Chicago almost. And I really wanted to like bring in young people to meet each other from different hoods. Black and brown kids like getting together and realizing that they're not that different. And and to get rid of some of those stereotypes in between that even our young people have of each other. What does that look like before you work through that tension and move through it? What does the space feel like? So it's it's very similar to a college cafeteria. Here we go. All right. Why are all the black kids sitting together? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That book is still, still on the forefront of my mind. To this day, it is still at the top. So it's it's very similar to a cafeteria. You know, I, in college, I knew exactly where I needed to sit, right? Like, <laughs> you know, you either pick the creative side, you pick the POCs, or you pick, you know, the, the sports and the athletes, right? Like, I knew where I was going to sit. Um, the young people, the same way. That ice was rough. You could definitely tell Inglewood was on one side, Vondale was on one side, you know, like, back of the yards was on one side. The walls started coming down. So taking a kid from Inglewood, taking a kid from Lawndale, be like, yo, y'all got to go have a story and interview this person together. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a reason for dialogue now, right? You know, there's a reason for conversation. There's a reason to see eye to eye on some things. There's bonds and friendships being made that wouldn't happen if the story wasn't in the forefront. What are some of the common stories you hear from young people? And to be clear, the age range for Chicago Stories on the Block is what, 15 to 24? That's correct. Yeah. Right. Because I don't want people yeah. to hear young people and think we're just talking about, you know, eight to 11, like, you know, 14 year olds. So when we talk about young people, we're talking 15 to 24 year old. What are some of the common stories that people come in with? Yeah, I think I think they're so universal. You know, I, I think of them as my stories and I, and I know we've always come through them, but I'm amazed by how much parks come up in conversation, playing at the park or, you know, playing in general outside of your stoop. Like, that's one of the stories that I was like, yeah, like I can remember that when I was a kid because I had no money. Right. Like, so all I did was like go out to my stoop and see what my friends were doing on my block. You know, so that's one that comes out. The other one is food. 
I mean, when we go on vacation, what's the first thing we do? We talk about the food, right? When we go back to our friends, we talk about the food, we talk about the scenery, right? Like it's the same thing. It's the same themes. Young people are realizing through Chicago stories on the block that these are things that make them human. You know, your 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 corner bodega is your spot, but everyone has a corner bodega that they love. You know, and you could share in that love. Like, you know, I know where to get my nachos and cheese from, and I know where to get my chopped sandwich from, and I know where mm-hmm. not to get my chopped sandwich from, you know? And they're sharing that information. I know who's so throwing like, cheese and meat on the flame of hots in the bag versus the mugs who pour it out and shake it up. Throw it up. You know what I mean? Like, that's the that's the real game. And when we talk about humanity, I want young people to not look any further than the plate in front of them for a story. So how does Chicago stories on the block work? So we take it in pieces. You know, the way you eat up a whole Chicago pizza is you cut up in slices, whether it's pie cut or squares. I don't know. That's up to y'all. Um, I'm a square cut kind of kind of mug, my G. There it is. There it is. So you cut it up in slices. So the first month we focus on just storytelling, narrative telling. They got a lot of workshops on the different ways to tell a story, how to tell a story with a camera, to a podcast, to pictures. Now in the month of August, we're turning our attention to murals. So one in Lawndale, one in Inglewood, one in the back of the yards, and one in South Shore. And they could all go to these to work with different muralists. We will pass these murals as well as these prompts to music programs. And that will be the Firehouse, ABJ Community Center, and the Precious Blood Ministries. And their music programs will then start working on original music for the, for the project. And that will be in September. Once the music is recorded, we'll go back to each one of those murals and put a QR code on each of the murals where anybody that goes by can download the music and the original stories that inspired that mural. Are there any stories that really stuck out to you? Obviously, you know, protect the identity of the teller, but are there any narratives that have really stuck with you since you started this program? There was a great conversation about a young person interviewing her mom and realizing her mom was cool. You know, like <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> like, tell, tell me a little bit about that. Uh, so the 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 interview of the mom part was totally off cuff. Like she just wanted to take her skill set and now try it out. And sure enough, she came back with some great information with by her from her mom that you know she wasn't expecting, which I was pretty excited about. You know, she realized that her mother went through some struggles. And usually, as a parent, I, I know I am of, of three kids. The thing that really tries us is we try really hard to defend our young people or protect our young people from the upbringing that we had. You know, that's that's one of our goals as a parent. And through her story, I started realizing how important it was to share that with your young people because they feel alone. And when she interviewed her mom, I felt this sense of like she got another sister out of her mom. You know, like it was this bonding moment where I can't believe like that I've always tried to hide this from my young, my, my, my kids. And this is something I should be sharing with them, you know, cause it makes you more human. And her mom stopped being her mom and started becoming that person that she could identify with. And I think that is the most powerful tool we can have is that identification. Um, we, we all think we're alone, you know, like yeah. at, at, at the core of it, we all think we're alone. We think we're, we think that whatever we're feeling, no matter how good or no, how, how bad, is a very singular feeling. And that ability to share that with her mom, that experience, like I think that's gonna be life-changing. That's that if that's the only story we get out of this project, 
this project was worth it. David, one last question for you before you get out of here. You worked with young people from Lawndale to Back of the Yards to Inglewood. What do these young people want the public to know about their neighborhoods, about their blocks? It's universal. I think everyone wants to be seen. I think the idea of being seen and being appreciated is the universal law of what's coming out of these stories. And it's tapping into something that we don't teach in school anymore. And, you know, this critical thought concept, this this um, ability to be braggadocious without being cocky. Um, these young people are beautiful entities with their own stories. And I think the universal is being seen, that when they open their mouths, someone is actually listening and not just shaking their head and waiting for them to finish. David Gonzalez is one of the organizers of Chicago Stories on the Block, allowing young people from communities across Chicago to write and share the narrative of their neighborhoods. David, I appreciate you joining us on CityCast Chicago. Thank you so much for having me on, man. Appreciate it. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. Chicago Public Health Commission Allison Arwoody is back to doing her weekly update. And while COVID cases are going back up, she says Chicago won't require a vax pass like they're doing in New York. Daily cases are averaging around 230. And some good news to get you through. The Bulls look a lot different, my friends. I'm trying to maintain a sort of cautious optimism, but free agency just kicked off and already the Bulls have officially added Lonzo Ball and now former All-Star DeMar DeRozan. Hey, I don't know about you, but we in the United Center this fall. Remember, for more Chicago stories and events, sign up for our daily newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm. And go ahead and tell a friend you can get some CityCast merch. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. All right. Uh, billboard. Do, do, do. Intro. Boom, boom, boom. Cool.